Hello. This is a podcast. This is Kirkin' Off. It's a podcast where my cousin and I talk about all the happenings in the KMS world. This isn't my cousin. This is Blind Mike's daddy. And filling in for my cousin is Pat from Amesbury. Pat, say hello. Hello. <laughs> Andrew's here as well. What's up? That was a very interesting read there, BMD. I was practicing that all day. I was so nervous. Uh, what a week. What a week of shows. Night shows, two-hour-plus shows, another fucking great week of shows. And there's my phone ringing. Um, <laughs> so that's unprofessional. But anyways, yeah, so the show's recorded at night. I like that feel at night. It's a different vibe. Kirk seemed in a great mood. What are your thoughts, Pat? I like the night shows better as well, um, just because I can wake up and, you know, I get up early for work, so I have it ready for me right when I get up. Um, oh, I know. But Thursday came out at what, like ten, like quarter of eleven? Yeah. So, but I still didn't listen to it the next day. But right. yeah, it's definitely a different vibe. Um, just seems a little bit looser, and uh, the calls can get to be a little bit more annoying though <laughs> at night. Yeah, they were rough. The calls, besides a handful of them, a lot of them were pretty rough. Where Kirk was just like, "All right, all right, get out, of here, get out." Of here. Yeah, we we we'll get to some of those great calls in a minute. Mm. Andrew, how how do you feel with the night vibe? The nights, it just feels like it's more fun, more uplifting. And even today, it just produces content. You have Dave falling asleep at, at points, know, Chris calling him end, out. Right? It's, <laughs> so it's, it, it just adds more to the fun of it. And I think you it could offer an opportunity. I think it's nice to have a new fresh set of callers, even though they did suck. It is nice that like different people can call in at different times. So at, in the after, in the evening, it's I like it better. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do going forward if they stick to this nighttime phase again. And uh, hopefully we get some of our original OG callers to call back in and good laughs. But uh, so we'll start off with Monday's show. Uh, I think what stood out obviously was a night. Uh, But also DEC's uh, Yelp reviews. I don't know what I, I don't know. Like those are beyond ridiculous. Cause yeah. it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm a fairly easygoing guy mainly because of, you know, the pot and all that stuff. But <laughs> I mean, I, I get, I get angry like, like normal people, but I, I, I never have gotten to the point where I felt like I needed to escalate the situation and reach out to like a district manager of a chain. Cause that just, it's just more work for me, you know, having to deal with someone. I don't want to deal with people in general. So it's like, I just won't go to that place anymore, but I don't have to like, it's not like an airport. You don't have to announce your departure and your arrival and all that stuff. So yeah, it just, it just seemed excessive. It was funny, but weird. It seems like a guy who really wants free stuff. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's what you want to do is when you reach out to the manager, you want to get the freebies and all that stuff. So it, it's, it just seems like it's a real, like a, it's a long con to get a lot of free stuff. It's just a South Park episode that actually came to life. <laughs> That's all it was. Boogers income. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, so also we uh, we got to hear a little bit of Jerry on on Newsmax. Jerry Jerry Callahan on Newsmax. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what the fuck he was talking about. I was so lost. But uh, again, more great content. Thank you, Jerry, for that. You guys have any thoughts on Jerry on Newsmax, Andrew? Jerry's at his home on Newsmax. He's you could and, and Kirk was right. You could tell he just wanted to say more. Ask me about Leah Thompson. I'll tell you everything about her. Him. I'll tell. You. It's. I don't know why. It, it, yeah. It's he. Jerry has become the stereotypical 
classic old school Republican, and it is just hilarious to see. He is a walking stereotype now. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him on the uh, Sunday morning little news block there, having his own show. He'll get just as many views as he does on Locals. I kind of zone out on Jerry stuff now because I love Jerry, you know, 20 years ago, you know, and he, he was definitely still a Republican then, too. But I don't know. It just it definitely seems like what Andrew said. He's flipped the switch and he's fully on that other side with all the other guys, the Charlie Kirks or whomever. And just just super just you can't can't be par- impartial to anything. It's always just right, right, right. Yeah. And he's doing what he, I think he's Kirk had said he always wanted to do something like this so he's kind of doing what he wants sure. to do now so gotta enjoy those golden years i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> um also on that monday episode i was pretty much confirmed uh via a caller that dr dan is going to be case season two yes and i think they and then i think there's a snafu as far as lit- litigation that's holding this up is what it sounded like did you guys get that same feel? Well, yeah, because I think they said the first episode was supposed to be March 9th. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that's hasn't been the case. But they posted that tweet today with that um, complaint from the woman oh, the, to, to the dental board. Did you see that? No. Where, where was that? Just on, the case tw- that on, the, on the case Twitter account, they posted um, a complaint some woman made, I, I would assume, to Dr. Dan. Was it on um, Yelp? <laughs> no 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 this was official this was to like the dental board i believe okay. um just saying you know her her two child um children's experience oh. with uh dr dan Awful. yeah I, I can't wait to hear it it's kind of like i don't know if you guys listen to dr death that guy that did back surgery yeah. that's a decent pod um but uh yeah so i guess it's being held up i, I guess they're trying to protect uh, dr dan's reputation is what it sounds like because they don't want this to come out or something it's it looks like it's just a, as kirk said i mean there were hints earlier before and you now like i thought they were something and then the de- listen to the call confirm it where kirk mm-hmm. says yeah it's been dr dan we've been talking about it for a while it's he's kirk's right they have the money to fight it it's you're not going against these people who live in the worser communities yeah you're not (laughs) you're not dealing with them it's now you're dealing with someone could live in the wellesley area you want to talk about w towns cully there you go like (laughs) like this they have the money to fight this and they're gonna go through every tooth and nail litigation like there could be a chance that they lock this up for years just by filing shit it's the legal process yeah i wonder where it's at but th- they seem pretty seem pretty confident that it was going to come out though and he also did say he was still looking into iowa and north carolina as far as other locations for the case or for season three or stuff that he's working on already. wasn't he already wasn't he already going to iowa I, so I it felt, wasn't yeah yeah so it wasn't the case maybe maybe the case was something different then he had a pivot to dr dan for yeah. some reason well, that was something you wanted to work on. Instead of making it a standalone podcast, I think it just made more sense to just make it a season two mm-hmm. kind of. But yeah. I, I'm guessing like something like he's probably could have been in like the works of this, like all oh, this because I mean you've seen him. What was it? The Marty Walsh investigation that he did, and you, like you see all the Curtitone shit. You you see this investigative side in him. So I think what it was was that he kind of was looking into this already. And then probably something happened that he didn't think or to expect to when he first came up with Iowa. Mm-hmm. 
yeah so it'll be interesting to see where we go from here um i hope we get it soon because any kirkman and content is great content because we don't know when our last show will be if it ever happens right uh so we'll jump over to tuesday and uh the show started off with a bang about mike's golden jacket um those jackets though that that gold material is actually supposed to like keep you warm so i don't know it's a, it's a decent jacket but i guess it just doesn't fit my son's look <laughs> but it did make for some great content so andrew uh do you have a golden jacket like that or no? I, I do not have a golden jacket like that, but my family does do a Yankee swap every year, and I and I agree, putting in a jacket is a very odd move. Granted, I put in a picture of my a blanket of a picture of my dad in it this year, so who am <laughs> yeah, I to judge? Pat, do you participate in Yankee swaps? Yeah, we um we've been doing Yankee swaps in my family for geez almost 30 years now probably but it's like it's like a 20 dollar thing because it's a, yeah. it's the extended family it's my cousins my aunts my uncles yeah. most of the time it's like scratch tickets and stuff like that and or like a you know a gift card yeah. um no one's ever gotten a a nice jacket like that because even though it was gold it was supposedly a nice jacket they were showing uh, it was like worth like 160 dollars or something yeah, like I, that i feel like i've seen it on a commercial before too at first, I thought it was one of those self-heating ones that you can like the, you can buy a heated jacket. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you put the battery in it. Yeah, but the, but also Columbia has those jackets that has that like that silver lining. That's like yeah, the, that keeps you warm or something like that. It was something like that. Yeah, just just should, probably he should go to Milton's with that jacket on, but turn it inside <laughs> out. Yeah. Have the gold on the outside. Oh boy, that would look great. Especially for that paint your life picture that hopefully we'll get in the front of Milton's. I'm excited for the paint your life picture of Harrison and Guy Geller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good call. Um, the so do you think uh, Bob was it? What's his name? Bob Snyder. Do we do we get him at Milton's or is Cullinan come through? No, no, no way. Yeah. He's not reaching out to him. <laughs> He's all set with that now. <laughs> Um, I forgot how we got there on Tuesday's episode, but the porn parodies. Oh, it was because Mona this? Wells. Oh, right, right. Mona <laughs> Wells, I mean, excuse me. Yeah. Because Mona called him, what was that, Monday Mona called. And then yeah. she started to play with the world. So <laughs> someone tagged her in a tweet, and then she's, she's I guess she's the front runner for for it. Uh, not anymore because of those nasty feet. No, but no, but if you listen to the show, as long as she cleans the feet up, then Kirk said he'd be okay. Like he wasn't a complete I, no because of the feet. It was clean them up sure? and we'll be good. I I'm fairly certain. Uh, I, I, yeah, because her feet were gross. That were disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, for feet are like that. Imagine what a punan is. You know? Oh man, yeah, yeah. But you guys uh, make more parodies. Yeah, well, foreskin gump makes me laugh every time I see that. Do you, have a, favorite, I, uh, do you have a favorite one or? Well, I got a I got a funny story though because I had a coworker who um he tells me this story a bunch of times. Yeah. His uh his older brother's favorite movie is Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And so one year, um, it's his current wife, but they were they weren't married at the time, and um she thought she got him Pulp Fiction as a Christmas gift. <laughs> And they're sitting around with their parent, with his parents and his brother, uh, his other brothers, and it's 
Pulp Friction, <laughs> a porn parody. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what the hell is this? She thought she actually got him Pulp Fiction, his favorite movie, and it was oh, actually the porn parody. And it was so so embarrassing. I, it might have even been the first time she even met the parents. And that's the way he kind of get introduced is by doing that. So, oh, now this is a party in the dad's you know, yeah, right? clothes. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it's always a funny story. Oh shit, Andrew, what's your favorite porn parody? Do you have one? I mean, so at, at college, I wish Buddy was here for this one because at college in the newspaper, I had a PS3 and it was like the first gaming console that could play Blu-rays. And this one of the kids there bought the Pirates 2, uh, Stagnetti's Revenge on Blu-ray, and they couldn't watch it until I bought the PS3. So then I brought the PS3 in. I ended up with a copy of it, and then I gave it to my best friend's younger brother when he went to college saying, hey, you're going to need this. So I think it's now getting general, <laughs> generationally passed down. Everybody's fucking Look what you started. <laughs> Look what you started. Hey, Just because they wanted the PS3. The, um, they were talking about the Avengers porn parody. I'm pretty sure. I, there is one. I, I'm pretty sure that China was in it, right? Is that the one that China No, had? not like the not like um cuz she passed like a few years ago. So yeah, she was in something like where she Hulk or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, but I I do remember um seeing like still images of that. Yeah, she was like the Hulk or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm all set with that. I'm not a big fan of uh parody porn parodies at the beginning. <laughs> I think what was it? A couple <laughs> years ago. Curtains. I don't know if you hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? a couple years ago barstool yeah. blogged about uh what was it there was a rugrats one. Oh jesus so christ it's just a... <laughs> i guess anything you could think of is probably it's a porno probably... that's been made of it yeah pirates of the caribbean that one was like and some of them are high quality like uh production wise oh, oh the know? one i watched was very high quality it's cgi and everything <laughs> <laughs> the storyline had me in i didn't care about anything uh, else this, it was better sure. than the real pirates <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, so they also Colleen um, had mentioned that he talked to Barstool about putting the old episodes back because I guess once you hit 500, they were taking the older ones out. Mm. And it, he brought up the point that a lot of people re listen to old episodes. I re listen to a few, but not religiously. I, do you guys go back and listen to a lot of the old stuff? I do it when he goes on a break. Whenever there's a break in the show, it's a yeah. great time to do a re-listen, and I kind of just pick up, and it's always great because, like, I, I forgot I called in about the Mercedes Benz situation, <laughs> and like that whole thing came up. So like, it's a good little like refresher, and it it is nice to hear Steve once in a while. But it, the yeah. show sounds so much happier now. Like Kirk is like in his rhythm right now, and it's great. Yeah. What about you, Pat? Do you go ahead and listen? I, I, I'll listen to old stuff if it's like, um, if it relates to something that's currently happening, mm-hmm. like with um, with Andy Mayo coming back. I re-listened to the old episode where you know him and uh, Steve went at it, kind of, mm-hmm. and um, but not like really because a lot of that stuff that I listen, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, time sensitive. They're either mm-hmm. talking about something current, and I, I don't know. I just. Like I don't listen to old Stearns unless it's like a bit. Yeah, as well, I, I you know used to do that a lot. I used to listen to a lot of old Stern stuff too. Yeah, but usually some it, of the it's, funniest shit, the prank calls, like some of those. Yeah, like when Artie was throwing shit at Sal and Richard, like all that. 
Yeah, but I couldn't re-listen to like um, when Robin does the news or something like that. Yeah, which they don't just because it's. Oh, I don't even listen in general to him anymore, so I have no idea yeah, what how the show format is oh, either. It's awful. But um, I think I did remember hearing though that they did get away rid of the news, which was you know sometimes that was the best part of the show. Yeah, a lot of the stuff was there. Um, I I like to do polls, so I did put that poll out there when they talked about it, and the. It was leaning heavy towards yes. A lot of people re-listen. It was sixty-five to thirty-four with fifty-five people voting. So, listen, a lot of people like their old episodes. So I'm happy they're bringing it back. Um, there was also a fantastic. There was two great calls on the show on that episode. One was uh, Bill from Griffin Lock and Key. <laughs> that to me, before we play it, Andrew, that that's got Trump level. It's like Trump level call right there. I think that guy's was just. Hit after hit, he was nailing it. He was he was really good. Pat, what did you think? Yeah, he, 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 sta- he stayed. Yep, he stayed in character. He didn't break. He he had pretty yeah. good uh, comebacks. Oh, um, it was fantastic. It, it wasn't like some of the other callers where they, like I said, Kirk was just saying like, "All right, we're all done. We're all done." Like after the first yeah. line, because he just knew it wasn't going to be a good call. But um, no, it was it was definitely a plus. Yeah, great, Andrew. Can you play a couple of seconds or minutes of it? He's looking for the clip. It's got a little ways ginger ale. Hello, Bill. <laughs> Bill, it's fun. Here we go. Hey, Kirk, it's uh, Bill from Griffin Lock and Key. <laughs> I'm confused. What's this, what's this accent? Hello, Bill. Bill, it's funny. You know, I just got locked out of my car the other day. I, I wish, I, you know, but unfortunately, I didn't have my phone with me. I would have looked up your phone number. I didn't have it with me because I really wanted you to come and unlock my car for me. How are you? I would have been, I would have been there in a second, and I'm good. Good, good. Um, <laughs> I have a, a couple of observations about your uh, emaciated, drunken, POW friend Clement. Well, Bill, you are giving him. I mean, in the past you've given him money for your for his pod for his podcast. Have you not? Charity begins at home, Kirk. <laughs> Such a great line. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. That was good. No, it was. What God damn, he was a great caller. Of- and he just goes so deep into <laughs> it. Just one after the other. He's like, "All right, I'm out." Yeah. Um, speaking of porn parodies, buddies. In backstage, and he, he mentioned shaving Ryan's private as his favorite. So, with with that being said, let's sneak him on really quick. Well, I don't I don't know if that's a real one, but somebody oh. always somebody always told me like I, I actually think I think that's a Val Venus thing from WWF. Oh. Yeah, because it I was just... Ryan Shamrock, Ken Shamrock's sister. Oh, <laughs> so, like somebody in school used to say that like that, that they wrote that on an English exam or or like uh, like English test like in college. You know, they're like they're like take any movie title and make it like sexual. You know, so so the kid went with that. Um, but I always thought that was mad funny. I thought it'd be a great name for him. <laughs> how how you guys doing? Good. How's Good. fatherhood treating you? It's, I mean, it's it, thanks. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool right now. Like I, I don't, I don't do too much. You know, Hannah does all the work. So, uh, like last night, last night I actually probably slept the least, which probably, which, which doesn't like make sense, I guess. But uh, yeah. we're doing, we're doing pretty good. Um, baby's mad small, dude. Like I know that babies are small, but like this one is really tiny. So, so uh, what did he weigh when he came out? Six four. 
Oh, I know everybody really cares about this, but yeah. But uh, and everything went well. Like he came out okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, I don't know how much of like like we like when we got to the hospital, we like she was pretty much ready to go. They were like, "No, oh. you guys got to go upstairs." So, like right, oh, wow. like right now. <laughs> yeah, we're like, okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like it was. She only like pushed like forty five minutes, dude. Oh, um, you. Hell yeah, oh, dude. I was mad nervous the whole time she's pushing too. So I was like, I don't want you know like. Yeah. And then you know how I get so like I'm like a couple times sure. a couple times. Like the baby's kind of like like uh, desats a little bit. Oh, that's not the right word, but like it's like heart rate goes up or down or whatever. And yeah. uh, and so we're like, you know, me, dude, I'm mad nervous. I'm like, I start pacing <laughs> in the room, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I can't like, like she's not supposed to know I'm nervous. Like I'm supposed to, you know what I mean? I'm supposed to like, I, like this is the only thing I got to do is not be nervous. Like you know, <laughs> but I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but then, but every like everything was cool. I got to like uh, my buddy was at work, so we went on break together like we usually do. It took like oh, a little, like twenty minutes. Like. Uh, <laughs> nice yeah but like um then you know after they're like you know fixing her you know uh, putting putting her back together and stuff and i'm like (laughs) this doctor's taking mad long and i'm starting to get nervous about that that but like once once we like once they left us alone in ldr dude it's been like it's honestly it's been awesome like since then oh good and he's doing good just sleeping away yeah 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 like he had like a bad uh, lab result so we had to get tested a few times but we're done today was the last day like so so we're good um i'm like I'm definitely not a good dad right now. You know, like, <laughs> no, like, I mean, you're here. You'll figure it out. No, I know. Yeah, like I'm like like Hannah's like, hey, do you want like do you want to feed him? And I'm like, why don't you do it? And I'll like watch you one more time. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like or uh, like I just yeah, I just like need more practice. Like pretty pretty good at changing diapers, you know, so oh, far. Good. But good. but there I just so like I told me I actually told uh, um, little people big world guy i was gonna i was gonna recycle recycle this take but i was like i was like, i'm definitely not a good dad right now i'm just like i'm trying to be like a good husband but like you know somewhere somewhere in between you know yeah. but good shit so yeah um so i know you you're you're behind because there's so much content and you've been busy with mm-hmm. with false nine and everything else uh so uh where are you at right now as far as this week in shows um so i'm so i'm i'm an hour into monday's show so i have right. i'm i think I think I did it. It's uh, that's six hours of content behind, you know, no wow. big deal. Um, <laughs> but like, but I mean, I'm, I'll catch up if not, like I'll skip so that I'm ready for next week. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then go back and stuff. Okay. But, uh, but I'll be, I'll like catch up. So you um, did, I just, I know you go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no. So I was just going to say like, I, obviously like we're obviously going to talk about the one thing I talked about, like on Twitter, yeah. which was, which was like Tim's call. And yeah. I, I was trying to get, because uh, so I, I put on Twitter I thought it's the the best prank call in KMS history, like I know I know like I like again I I, I think KMS is really good right now. Um, I know you're not supposed to say that like people you're not allowed to say like it's the best it's ever been or whatever, but like uh, but I think it's pretty good. Um, but like this this call from Tim like I don't I can't I couldn't remember anything as good and so I threw it out there on Twitter and Sig actually said the Alaska prank call yeah with the mm-hmm. Mincel and the Minifans that one and I was trying to find it while I was backstage that's why I asked Andrew to leave to like leave me backstage for a little bit um, but uh but I couldn't find it but um I just I love this one because like like Kirk points out right away like. Uh, there's no secret. Like Tim's pretty fucking conservative. <laughs> he hates Liz Warren. <laughs> like, so it's like when it starts, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, what's he gonna do? <laughs> yeah, Andrew, right, you have it. Here. Oh, I got it. Route 28. You're on with Senator Elizabeth Warren. What's up? Welcome, Tim. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, Senator, can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you just fine. Well, it's an honor to speak to you. Thanks for having me on. 
I was just wondering, um, what's your take on the wage gap disparity? I mean, Jim makes four hundred grand. Madri gets paid like fifty bucks and a handle of vodka per show. Don't you think that that thing just? That's not Boy. really. That seems like a real problem <laughs> to me. Jim, thank you for your concern. I'm doing. <laughs> Senator Warren, uh, she's the worst. She's the only one who played along. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah, to give her credit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I everybody know. gives her shit about being a robot. Which, but, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, just, again, it just proves that, I mean, if you had to put the Minifan GOAT in a dictionary or all-time Hall of Fame, it's obviously going to be that guy, without a doubt. I mean, he keeps on giving, I mean, not giving, but he always provides us with content week in and week out, whether it's calls or to the show or prank calls. Just a great call. And it kind of reminded me of the Caribbean classroom. I thought Jim would have been like, don't. Don't answer that. Don't don't answer that. Oh, that's but, so good. We, all right. Yep. I was rolling on it live, and because Tim and I were kind of synced up, getting a couple of things that day, and then all of a sudden, I just get a call from Tim. He's like, "Did you hear it?" I'm like, "No, I heard Steve in Arizona." What he goes, "Oh, just keep listening." He goes, "Did it? Did it get on? Did it get on?" I go, "Oh, it got on." <laughs> <laughs> and we just started cracking up. That was a really great call, Pat. What did you think of the call? uh a plus it was awesome i was laughing so loud when i was driving listening to that i can't believe he got through on that i can't believe he got the line out um yeah obviously they're not on a delay or anything but um oh it was just so great how <laughs> he he's just so quick with that line he's like oh jim makes four hundred thousand, and you know marjorie gets fifty dollars and i handle the vodka. <laughs> I, I didn't get to talk to him about it i want to know how he came up with that too like that was just oh it's genius yeah it's the beauty of Tim's calls, and I don't think a lot of the fans can realize it because of how much he cuts out when he sends it into the show, is he gets these guys so buttered up, so good. He's got a very calming voice that, you know, he's very friendly, so it's perfect. Hello, Senator. And, just... <laughs> yeah, and he'll tell you, like, he's he's been doing this a long time. Like, he has plenty of practice. Like, he's... He, I, yeah, I don't think he ever really gets too worked up, but he sounded a little excited there. That's, that seemed to be like the closest he's ever, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I, I just love it so much. Andrew, I'm sending you Caribbean classroom. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> I see you looking around. I was like, what are yeah. You doing? Send it to me um, on what? Uh, Twitter. All right. We can keep going though. Um. Yeah. So while Andrew's looking for that call, let's talk about another great call. I thought Menor's call was nice. He finally got through. Um. Does Andrew you know, have it? Because I haven't heard it. Oh, oh, Manners? That was, yeah, Tuesdays. Or yeah, that's Tuesdays. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, I didn't timestamp it. Uh, Basically, no, the, gist of, the gist I'm going of backstage is, so you guys can talk. I don't know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want us to bring you back in after? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just let me know in the chat. Thanks. Yeah, so, yeah, Manners called in. He, he threw some shade at, at Cully. Uh, about running the YouTube and stuff, they call him out on his. It's I. Know, I don't know. I had some issues with Manners on this one because okay, he when the whole fight of it was was that his defense was I never said I wanted total control of it. I just mm -hmm. said I want to do it. But all on Twitter, he said he won't give me control. Mm -hmm. He was just flat out wrong on that. And every time he kept saying that, like I, Cully won that one. Colin ain't one. End of, end of story. Yeah, I, everybody's. I don't think he buried him. I, I think he didn't you know, bury him, but it was a clear winner. 
Yeah. Go ahead, Pat. He does the same stuff like on Twitter. It's funny how he goes from zero to a hundred so quickly. Manners, mm-hmm. you know, because he was he was kind of like talking with Cully, you know, normally, and then all of a sudden, fuck you, you fucking prick, you fucking ruining everything. And it's just so funny how he just he just goes like so quick to the uh, to the fuck you, fuck you, and but I mean. I think it's a little bit on both sides. I think Colin, I don't think he, I think he's using poor wording. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wanted total control. I think he just wanted to be able to have the control to put shows on the network. I don't think he wanted full reign or a hundred percent. I want this show. You don't want, you know, if Cullinane wants this show, then Menos can overrule him. I don't think it was anything like that. Yeah. Um, so maybe Cullinane was taking his word a little too literally, but I mean, he was saying that, but I, I think what he meant was he just wanted control of what he could put on there. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, they can come to a compromise. I, you know, Men has provides provided great content in the YouTube, and I like to see him go back to it. You know, and take some of the burden off of Colony. I'm sure Colony has a lot of stuff going on. Why not give just the keys, not the whole thing? I mean, you know, right. let him borrow the keys and see if he can't set something up on there, get some shows going. You know. But even I can understand Cullinane's hesitance to do that because then what's going to happen when the first show idea gets rejected by Menners? What's going to yeah, happen? And you put the blame on Menners. That's perfect. No, Listen, I had nothing but, to do with it. Yeah, but it's all Menners. But then the person, then that person, what are they going to do? They're going to jump Menners and go to Colony. Okay, that's. So, Fine, but but if you're if you're Colonine, why go through that headache of listening to the bitching of people? Oh, Menners wouldn't let me on. I wouldn't want to do that. It's content because it's content. No, it's not that much content. You just have Colonine take the brunt of it, and then but you don't. You just let Colonine because Colonine's a yes man. So the more you put on Colonine, the more fuck ups you're gonna get, and the more fuck ups you're gonna get is gonna get more hilarity. I feel. This is a pro Dave Cullinane show. I love Dave. <laughs> I love Dave. As a fellow yes man, I can understand the problems of taking on too much burdens. But I just, I just, I, I, I don't know. It just, it. I didn't like how Menners was trying to play victim. It seemed well, like he was trying to play victim, and that's what rubbed me the Menners, wrong way. Let Menners run it for a month or two, and then see how it goes. At the end of the day, he's Cullinane still needs to prove what goes on and what doesn't, because there, I, obviously there's some people that are not allowed. On the YouTube channel, so they just need to—I don't know—open lines of communication. I, I would love to have Menace to Midnight once a week live. You know, maybe bring back the blind mic uh, minute fans, or you know. Well, that was that was, definitely, that was definitely the name of it. You're right, blind mic's yeah. minute fans. <laughs> no, I no, I just I don't see the downside of it. Like I I yeah. like I hear what Andrew's saying. I I don't agree with him, but like. So you let Menos go. Okay, he if he kicks somebody, if somebody doesn't want to do a show, big deal. He they yell about it on Twitter. Who gives a fuck? But like, I think uh, he's pretty good at like getting like the minute fan. Like he's got his finger on the pulse. You know what I mean? He knows how to get us like riled up. Menos does. So I don't. I don't know. I, I I just don't see the downside of it. And then if it's bad, Cully can say, "Hey, sorry, man. Like Menos stinks. Like what? Like what am I supposed to do?" But and plus, I'm trying to fight for little Jack here. I don't know why, but little Jack needs to do something first. No, again, she's as another like Menner said. He's just bad. O for one hundred on on intern hires. Hmm. So let Menner's run the fucking sh- channel. Yeah, so, I, I don't see. So that. if he fails if, if at Men- it, then he's never allowed to do it again. That's you know it. what? If Menner's yeah. wants to run the channel. He should fly here to the United States, oh. enroll in a college, become an intern. <laughs> And then if he becomes an intern, he'll probably have a job for two years. How well, An adult oh. intern wouldn't be too bad. Give Menners more tasks. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we can do the YouTube, but I need you to 
cut this sound up for me too. Just make That's him do fine. more shit. I so if if the the only other thing I heard this week that like did you guys talk about the the Kirk and Mike like ragging on DEC for like the the Yelp reviews. Yelp reviews, yeah. <laughs> the beginning, yeah. Unbelievable. Dude. Is, is there one Yelp review that sticks out to you? Um, the Starbucks one is good because he's like at the store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, loved, I, I was laughing so hard, dude. I'm like, my drinks currently aren't made. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that's good. Oh, he's such a creep. Who who put that picture up? Was it Gig with the Karen haircut and then whip? Oh, I had to had to have been. Yeah, I had to have been. <laughs> that was a good one. Wow, do you yeah, have I that saw... called ready for Buddy, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I got it. A public access television we show called this. Caribbean Classroom. Racial profiling or ethnic profiling. If someone looks a certain way, then that would be reasonable enough suspicion to detain them, and that's that's the main concern. You are watching Caribbean. <laughs> you are watching Caribbean Classroom. That's me with my intro. Welcome to Caribbean Classroom. What's your question or your comment, please? <laughs> yes, hi. Thanks for having me on your show. You just mentioned racial profiling, and unfortunately, I was recently the victim of being racial pro- racially profiled. Um, I am a very light-skinned African-American man, and I was at a department store in Brooklyn. Okay. And uh, I'm not usually racially profiled because I'm so light-skinned, but I'm also a bicyclist, and and I had my bicycle shorts on, and they knew I was African-American because they could see my huge 19-inch veiny black purple-headed mule pecker, and they started following me around and started tugging at my Johnson to get me out of the store, my huge 19-inch Johnson. I got another Johnson for you. After the show. Pick up the caller ID for me, please. Oh, Pick up the he's just ID. trying to see how many adjectives he's he gonna go get looking for. They never cut off. Yeah, he's waiting to get cut off. He, he just keeps I know. saying. Huge Johnson. I get stuck like that sometimes too. When I, I call. I thought, like... I thought I kind of heard the same thing, like in Tim's call, where like where like I didn't think he was gonna he he thought he was gonna be able to say like in the handle of vodka, kind of like there's like a little hesitance, and then he's like, oh wait, they're gonna let me get this off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't go. That's what I say. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to have layers to your call. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I thought I thought Red's call was good this week too. Like the uh, to Manix and Manix. I don't know if you guys talked about that, but I thought that was a pretty good call. Like, oh, and Red, DC a little bit. when he read DC's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, entire Yelp yeah. review, that was brilliant. Like I was just, that was the same day when I, I think Tim was I think I was the same day when Tim was calling and I was like, yeah, uh, someone named Matt called in and just was complaining about the Walmart and just oh jeez, <laughs> I think I think that one that one could have been like gotten more laughs if if it was if somebody else did it you know like no offense to Red but like but I Kirk hears his voice he knows who it is right away and I think you know yeah that probably yeah that, that clouded his uh, his view of it from the start. Yeah, that yeah, was, was a good idea. We may have to try that and steal it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're at, I'm moving on to Thursday. Thursday. So uh, we have some live show updates for Magnolia. Uh, there is somebody in this show that is actually going. Pat, so you're, you're going. Do uh, you have your vehicle situation set up? I heard you're going with a great group of people. Yes, we uh, we have the reservation made for the rental for uh, Chevy Tahoe because we got a group of four going. It'll be me, uh, my it's uh, four twenty somewhere co-host Chris and Methuen. Nice. We are engaging the mayhem 
and oh, he will no. be coming with us. Jesus. And uh, Dever, um, who I guess he placed second in the hot dog competition way back when. Not to be and, confused uh, with Daver, because I made that. Not Daver. Yes. Nice kid. No, he's a nice dude. Um, I've met him at Saco a few times. He's a cool dude. Um, so I'm not worried about him. I'm only worried about one person on this ride. So, <laughs> But I'm sure he'll behave himself. Yeah, just give him a, you know, I don't know, drug him or something. Put him to sleep. He's going to be drugged. Yeah. He's going to show up drugged. <laughs> as long as he's uh, reasonably quiet, you know, passing <laughs> joints and or blunts and putting in his share of gas, everything will be fine. When, what does he roll? When I, when he was there, he made, uh, he made uh, Elvis do it. He was like, Elvis, you have to oh, do Oh, really? Yeah. Like Chris will be able to then. Yeah, he'll figure it out. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Deborah, Deborah will be fine. Um, how much? How is this gas situation hurting? The like, like you wish you kind of flew now, or you you're flying down to New Orleans or no? I mean, we looked at that too, but it just it was getting a little too much, and then we kind of still wanted. We kind of wanted to do like the adventure of driving down there. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have to deal with it, I guess. Hopefully <laughs> things hopefully things change a little bit in two weeks, but I'm not betting on yeah. that happening. What What are you looking forward to the most? Going down. Uh, it's going to be more of an uh, more of an intimate show because it's only going to be like fifty, say fifty people, if that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are going to be people who probably don't show up. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just going to be fun. I think just be out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, get a get a good picture of Guy Geller if you could. Oh, we will. For sure, for sure. I tried buying his book today. Sold out. Yeah. So since we're on the topic of Guy Geller, he he called in. Well, we they called him. Uh, they they tried calling his house phone. Sounded like it was going to a fax machine. Then they finally got through <laughs> and they called the phone number they were supposed to call. Um, I thought it was an interesting call. You know, just touching on his history again and setting up the Harrison Guy Geller. If I could, whatever they're gonna do that day, history. Partnership. Yeah. Hopefully, they do get matching sweaters. Andrew, do you have any thoughts on that call? I. It was great. It was. Uh... My takeaway was how stingy he's being to Hollywood because when I was listening to Kirk talk with him about his book and everything he went through as a child, it's like that's written for Hollywood. And then there's even a part two after joining the Air Force. Like this guy is like the international man of mystery who lives in Magnolia, Mississippi. Hmm. Yeah, and he's well-traveled. I mean, he's been fucking all over the United States since he was like three years old, so – that was pretty interesting. So I'm sure that'll make for interesting. Pat, do you have any takeaways from that call? <sighs> kind of zoned out listening to it. Just <laughs> yeah, me too, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. some some of the stuff that Kirk finds interesting, I kind of zone out with. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it's funny, a little funny. Um, it'll yeah. be funny to meet him. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll research a little bit more about him so I'm a little bit more interested. <laughs> but yeah, I think the, be- the biggest takeaway is just him agreeing to. Uh, take Harrison out, I guess, for lunch or for the half a day anyway. To do hopefully they, they'll get some video of that. Well, they have, well hopefully, I think Justin might be doing that, I hope. Oh, that's, that's right, was, yeah. That, that's what was talked about. Um, and then Andrew has a note in here. Uh, Andrew, you want to just talk about this next, next topic? Well, for this, because what was it, the call that came in with the absurdity that Chris has landscapers cut his grass, which mm-hmm. is, I mean... It is pretty absurd, and I I think I was talking with Tim, and I came up with an idea uh, that I'm too afraid to call into the show. 
because it's probably a dumb idea. But for Chris's next podcast, after we all celebrate at midnight that he did his 365 days of watching movies, he starts a new podcast on the next day called At a Job Near Me, where he works one day every year at a new job, earning money to pay back all the money he wasted doing at a theater near me. It's actually not a bad idea. And you know what? You get like Mina fans involved. You go to their work for a day. You, you, you sleaze on them. You see what their hourly salary is and you work that. You do their job for the day. That's a lot. That seems like a lot of work. He's going to have like 13 grand to pay back. <laughs> um, so Colleen's gotten better with the drops ever since Phil McCooch, Pat McCooch, whatever McCooch called him out on it. Uh, your thoughts, Andrew? You're a radio expert. How do you think Colin's done with the drops? He's he, he's found a system that works for him, and I like I was thinking it wouldn't have been too hard. You just you kind of like he goes in with topics to the show, so you can be like, all right, we're gonna be talking about this, this, and this. What in show history you, you got to have some memory for, but like what might line up with it, and like you always know you're gonna have Chris in, so you can have some old Chris drops. Any mic drops are always funny. So he's been doing great, and even even today, my favorite one about today's show was when there was an obvious setup for it. Is Mike there? <laughs> and he yeah. wasn't ready. Yeah, he was. He's not perfect yet, but he's trying. So but good he, for Cody. He's, he's definitely improved, and he's certainly prepared with the drops. Pat, how do you think he's done with the drops? I I think he's been doing good, but yeah, going to what Andrew said, that's what I was thinking of too. Is that's the one thing that he screwed up on? It was all set up for him, <laughs> and Kurt's like, "Are you gonna play a mic drop or what?" <laughs> and then I think then in the end, then he set him up for another one, and he still screwed it up and didn't do it. Didn't do another drop. Awesome. Andrew, uh, there's another call that we were talking about. Uh, Tim's call to Alaska. Do you have that queued up? I'm gonna do play that, that in a and second. Then, uh, I so. Uh, I actually like no. I'll just I'll just talk about the the Cully like uh, in drops and stuff. Yes, I think I, I think I think honestly, since Phil called, he's like I have like I have no complaints with him. Like yeah, like, obviously it took maybe like um, at least the last couple of shows I heard like like he's he's was right on top of it. I guess I obviously missed that one. Yeah, like, Phil like, deserves credit for that. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, yeah. you see, Sig Sig wants one percent credit, but I'm not going to give it to him. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just because I know it'll bother him. <laughs> Thank you, Sig. Um. So, we're gonna wait for that Alaska call, Andrew. Oh, I got that queued up. That's okay, a good go place ahead. To end it, right? Well, I want before we ended. Up? Before we ended, uh, you listen to Monday's show. But how do you? What do you feel about the nighttime vibe, buddy? I like. I mean, I like. I um. I always like when they did it. Like, one of my favorite things about those shows is they usually drop them at midnight. And I was working third right. shift for a while, and it was, it was like awesome to be like on it, like you know, in the middle of the night. But I love. I love being able to like start the day with it. You know. Yeah. Um. And and it is like like I. I don't know. I, it is nice to switch it up. Like, I mean, not mm-hmm. that we obviously don't do that. Like, we don't know anything. But like, mm-hmm. you, like you can definitely tell a difference in the show. Like, like when they switch it around. Excellent. But, all right, so yeah, we're gonna end uh, with that call. But before we do, uh, Pat, thank you for taking time out of your day to come on with us and fill in for Buddy, who's yeah, also appreciate here with you, us. Uh, <laughs> appreciate you guys having me. Uh, Buddy's a f- uh, very good friend of the uh, It's Four Twenty Somewhere show. He comes on uh, every now and then, so I, yeah. it's the least I could do to help out. When when is that show coming on again? S- uh, Saturdays at eight um, on uh, the GVE Enterprises YouTube. Yes. So. Excellent. I can't wait for that. Yeah, good dudes. Thank you. Yeah. The best dudes. Yep. Andrew, please play it. 
Thank you for. Oh, this is. I said Andrew. Like if if Andrew is at like one forty, like the timestamp I gave him, it's like the beginning of it. So we'll get like the prelude, and then we'll hear the whole call. The okay. uh, the one forty mark of it. Yeah. Okay, one second, right there. I'm just saying that I don't, I don't know. And DC, DEC was propped. <laughs> it's not funny. DEC was propped up as the potential heir to the throne. Personally, so what, what advice would you have for us, Tim? What's up? That's too too far in. I mean, I have the whole beginning right from right here. All right, go ahead. Okay. Live your life. Dan, good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning, Dan. How are you? Very well, thank you. So, in in uh, circling back to the conversation about the uh, alien uh, uh, species, I do believe that we are being primed for some sort of encounter, if not an invasion. Okay. I do think. I think that when I, I just someone was just mentioning, you know, how could this? How could we be here and no one else is here, and the sun keeps us warm? I think when the invasion happens, there will be a civil war between the Minifans. I think it'll be real DEC versus MHB. I don't know where I fall. I'm a mercenary, but podcast podcast Jesus will show us the way. We just have to believe and bow down to Him who will show us. I don't. I don't really know what any of what you just said means. It's. It's the Armageddon is upon us. The the Minifans and the Mincels will go to war. Now let me let me interrupt you, Liam. Yeah. Do you understand any of these words that are coming out of Tim's mouth? No, Ortega doesn't either. We're not really uh, following you, Tim. Are we just the, not the, up on the, this, or the coming apoc apocalypse? Yeah. How do you know this race. is something you read on the internet, or? <laughs> no, I, I I don't read anything really on the internet. I, you, I do listen to podcasts. Do you know? Do podcasts. you know these? Jesus has told us so. Do you know these people? These invaders? Do you know them personally? Do you have some inside connections? Or I do not. I know of them. I know there was a coup d'état out in Titan Nine, and um, MHB was dethroned, and DC DEC was propped. It's not funny. DEC was propped up as the potential heir to the throne personally. So what, what advice would you have for us, Tim, as far as uh, dealing with this coming invasion? <sighs> Great question. Thank My you. advice would be to hunker down. Hunker? Hunker down. Go get prepared with your red snappers, fuel up, and go to war with the Minsals because the Minifans in the end will win out even though we are a disjointed group. Well, I appreciate that advice, and I uh, that means a lot. Thank you so much for sharing that with with me and Ortega and, and all the listeners. I'll praise Podcast Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll praise Podcast Jesus. him less than a man when baby david was a boy his daddy massaged his prostate gland spitting on his hand sticking in his asshole <laughs> cram baby dave with a fist in his asshole about 45 minutes southeast of a town called Amesbridge lived a man named big jack in his country wife Kathy. well he raised up a son who couldn't even pour air in his says he's never done it once he just buys new tires 
<laughs> now all the folks around Westwood said Dave wasn't sexually able. He never learned about the birds and the bees, but he had a nice ping pong table. Made some ugly kids, don't know how he did it. Two mongoloid kids, nobody wants to watch them. Well, his cousin got wind that Dave wanted to go to a wedding with the gays. He watched a young boy masturbate, but he says he wouldn't do it again. Well, I wonder if his drunk mother thinks that's cool. Drunk cut Kathy writing checks in the drive-thru. About 45 minutes southeast of a town called Ainsbridge. Lived a man named Big Jack Cull and his country wife Kathy. Well, they raised up a son who couldn't even put air in his tires. Says he's never done it once. He just buys new tires. Yeah, go down on him, David.